First, Lord Krishna describes the situation of this material world, and that is inverted banyan tree. And we understood inverted trees are found on the banks of the water reservoirs, and those are illusory representation of the real trees. So, Lord Krishna has clearly explained this material world is also a perverted reflection of the spiritual reality. So, as a tree is reflected in water, similarly, the material existence exists because of the water of desire. Desire means material desires. Desires cannot be separated from the living entity. That is a symptom of living entity. So, because of material desires, the material existence is created and continues. When the material desires are finished, then the jiva living entity is transferred to the spiritual existence. So Lord Krishna mentions, Asanga Shastrena, with the weapon of detachment, one should cut down this tree of material existence and attain a state whereby a person does not come back again to this material world, does not have to take more material births. And then attaining that platform, spiritual platform, a person is supposed to surrender to Krishna. Purusham Adhyam Prapadde. Purush means person. A person is the origin of all this material and spiritual existence. Purusham is the word which is used. And Adhyam means the origin. So on that platform, one has to find the origin of all the material and spiritual existences and then surrender unto that person, prapadye. And how to surrender? That process of surrender we saw in the previous session. Nirmana moha jit sanga dosha vinivritta kamaha. Nirmana moha, person should be free from illusion, free from concepts of I, me and my and mine. Person should be free from the association of the materialists, and uh, in the association of devotees, one should execute the principles of bhakti yoga. And in this manner, person can surrender unto Krishna. Now, Krishna is giving the position of the living entity. As when we were returning from the trip, we met a person in the train. So he told that his uncle asked him a question that, please let me know about your identity. Who are you? So he was a simple man. Normally, if somebody asks us whenever we meet, who are you? We explain our name. So I am this thing. I am Hitesh, Hitesh, Ritesh, Saurav. But he told, no, that is your name. Were you not existing before the name was given to you? So he told, yes, I was existing. So you are not your name. Why you are telling me your name? I want knowledge about yourself. So then he told, who am I? Yes, I even before I was not having my name, I was son of somebody. So he told, I am son of my father and mother. So he told, okay, but that is also not your real identity. Because if your father and mother are not there, still you will exist. He told, yes, that is also fact. So my existence uh, is there beyond my name, beyond the relations that I carry in this material world. So who am I? What is my real identity? I could not answer. So please help me understand. And then we discussed the principles of Bhagavad Gita and he became very much happy to understand these principles. So human life is meant to understand this thing, that who am I? 
now to explain this there are various philosophies which can be broadly classified into categories personalism impersonalism or the philosophy of oneness and difference so some transcendentalists they are able to realize that the living entity is one with god and they are called impersonalists or advaitvadis they tell living entity same as god so this understanding is all right but this is not the complete understanding of absolute truth this is at best partial understanding most of the time this understanding is wrong but some impersonalists are able to have right understanding but this right understanding is also partial understanding of the truth if you tell that milk is white that is not wrong but that is partial understanding if you tell milk is liquid that is not wrong but that is partial understanding the perfect understanding of milk is what milk actually is what is the source of milk and now what am i supposed to do with this milk i have got a white liquid am i supposed to clean the floor with this or drink it or bathe with it or what am i supposed to do with this liquid why it is there in the existence what is the source what is the purpose this is called the complete understanding so impersonalists have only one understanding that i am not this body so especially the upanishads describe this impersonal understanding of the soul to stress this point that actually you are not the body in the vedas it is described that you are same as god but same as god means you are godly god is also eternal so you understand you are not temporary why you are taking so much stress and anxiety to attain some temporary benefits in this life so the richest person of our country and uh, even of uh, one of the richest in the world he is having one of the costliest places of residence that anybody has on the planet but he is dissatisfied in his place so now the speculation was rife that he is going to shift to another nation and he has purchased because another very big house over there so then he told no no we are not going to shift there but yeah a uh, few months will be there and rest of the year we'll be here so he wants another place to live he is having the costliest one of the most costliest places to live on earth but still a person is not satisfied he wants another place to live so this is the nature of uh, material desires they are never fulfilled <laughs> so how shall we be satisfied by purchasing maybe Uh, you know smaller houses or our dream houses which are no match compared to the house of this person so thus it is a great illusion that by attaining anything the biggest place the most costliest place uh, or the person we love so called love we'll be happy no nobody is satisfied like that material desires are never satisfied so the vedas explain that you are same as god to help us come out of this understanding that i am matter and matter will satisfy me you are spirit god is spirit god is eternal you are also eternal do not think that you are this body after leaving this body you will pick up another body you are eternal now understand why you are supposed to take so many bodies you will never be satisfied you are not this body so to stress this point that we are not this body to disidentify ourselves with matter identification of ourselves with god that you are like god the vedas give so many instructions 
but it does not mean that we become god in quantity we become god in quality shila prabhupad gives example what many many shastras also tell just like gold mine is there so gold mine is also gold and a small gold particle is also gold but they are same in quality but not same in quantity in a similar fashion when we are uh, reading in the vedas that we are same as god so just like gold particle is same as gold mine that is a fact but mine is huge and particle is small so we are same as god means we are the same substance satchidananda we are eternal we are full of knowledge and we are full of enjoyment so we are godly we are same as god in quantity in quality but not in quantity so this is partial understanding in order to first take the living entity out of this gross grossly wrong concept that we are temporary with this death i would die so people are very much anxious to earn as much as possible and enjoy as much as possible because this life is all in all no nobody is satisfied by such a thing so a person should not stop at this level which is called advait philosophy that i am same as god then a higher understanding is i am different from god when a living entity advances further if a living entity is just in sattva guna they will see everybody as god and they will deride people who think god has got a form spiritual form and they think these people are less intelligent so a person just in sattva guna will perceive everybody as god and a person who is higher who is on transcendental platform he can understand the reality no i am different from god i am servitor of god we are same we are godly but we are different so chaitanya mahaprabhu has given this most perfect understanding quantitative difference qualitative oneness and this is called achintya bheda bhed philosophy so here the two philosophies are very properly and perfectly adjusted to give us the perfect understanding of absolute truth we are uh, neither perfect when we are sticking to advait philosophy nor we are perfect when we are sticking to dwait philosophy which is called difference i am different and god is different but these philosophies have been gradually introduced because of time place circumstances when people started identifying themselves with the matter philosophy of advaita was stressed understand you are not the matter and then when still people started over identifying themselves with god not just in quality but in quantity also dwaita philosophy was supposed to be introduced understand you are different from god you are meant to serve god and then chaitanya mahaprabhu finally presented the knowledge which lord krishna is giving here you see throughout the bhagavad gita he is giving but this shloka again points out to the same understanding of achintya bheda bhed tatva achintya means inconceivable how something can be one at the same time different simultaneously this is inconceivable that is why it is called achintya inconceivable bhed abhed tatva bhed means difference abhed means non difference inconceivable simultaneous oneness and difference and that lord krishna explains here you can read in the seventh text mama evansho jeevaloke jeevabhuta sanatanaha mana shasthan indriyani prakriti sthani karshati the living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts due to conditioned life they are struggling very hard with the six senses which include the mind so here lord krishna has clearly explained mam ev anshaha mam means my ev means certainly ansha means fragmental particles so lord krishna has got 
multifarious expansions. So these expansions, the living entities can be primarily categorized into two primary and secondary expansions. The primary expansions are called personal expansions and the secondary expansions, all of us, the infinitesimal living entities, they are called fragmental or separated expansions. Personal expansions, separated expansion. So the personal expansions are Vishnu Tattvas. God has got many personalities. Many, many 400 Narayan forms exist in the spiritual world. And some of them even exist in the material world. And then there are other forms like Varaha, Matsya, Kuruma, Vamana, all these various forms Lord takes. Lord Ramchandra. So these are all called Vishnu Tattvas or personal expansions of God. God personally is expanding into godly forms, qualitative and quantitative oneness with God. But there are other expansions like us, which are called separated expansions, personal expansions, separated expansions. Now one may wonder, how is it possible the entire universe is expanding from one living entity? So we can understand even in material world it happens. From a small seed of a banyan tree, huge banyan tree comes out. And that, that banyan tree can expand into further many, many more banyan trees. So now in our recent trip, we visited uh, Panihati place where the famous Panihati festival happened by the instruction of Nityanand Prabhu. So we saw the tree under which Nityanand Prabhu was sitting and Raghunath Das Goswami, one of the Shat Goswamis, immediate disciples of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He went there, took shelter of Nityanand Prabhu and he requested him to give him mercy to join the Hare Krishna movement full time. And there was a great festival of chipped rice, Chida Dahi. And uh, now we saw in that place, many, many trees have come up. So 500 years ago, one tree was there, huge tree. That tree has expanded. Now in that area, you'll find many trees. So one banyan tree expands itself into many, many banyan trees. And all this starts from the seeds, very small seed. Tree has come out, that tree is expanding itself into many trees. And the original tree is also there, unaffected by its expansions. Not that if the tree expands, the original tree would die. Of course, it is a crude example. After some time, the trees have to die. But in spiritual world, Krishna being eternal does not die. But there is no reduction in potency. Krishna expands himself into many forms, but his same original personality having all the potencies. So even in material world, we can see from a small seed, so many huge expansions of tree, they take place. So why can it not happen in the spiritual world? All the potencies in the seed have been invested by the Supreme Lord. So in this way, there are two expansions, Vishnu Tattvas, primary expansions and separated expansions, fragmental expansions called Ansha expansions. So what is the situation of this Ansha expansions? Mama Evansho Jeeva Loke Jeeva Bhuta Sanatana. So Jeeva means the living entities. Sanatana means eternally Mama Eva Ansha. So Krishna is not telling here that the living entity was one with me. As some of the Advaita philosophers will tell that we were one with God. Now also we are one with God, but now we have forgotten. We simply have to revive our consciousness that we are God. We are all God. We are only one consciousness. There is no plurality in consciousness. Consciousness is only one. So you are me. He is me. She is me. And the difference is only because of this external packaging. We have this different body. So we think that you are different. I am different, but we are actually one. 
So this is wrong understanding because Krishna has mentioned here in this verse, Mamev Ansha, you are never me. You are my Ansha and Sanatan means eternally. There has never been a time when you are not my Ansha. There is no time. There will be no time when you will not be my Ansha. Mamev Ansha, Jeeva Loke, Jeeva Bhuta, Jeeva, the living entity. Conditioned living entity is always Ansha of Krishna. Living entity is never Krishna. So thus this verse is more than clear in explaining this philosophy. Now because we are Ansha, just like the gold particle is Ansha of the gold mine, it carries the same qualities of gold mine. Gold mine is also gold, that is also gold. So Krishna is also Brahma, we are also Brahma. But he is Param Brahma and we are infinitesimal Brahma. This is the difference. Now what we are doing here in this material world, we think, oh, we are enjoying, what is the need of following spiritual life? But no, here Krishna is telling, Mana Shashthani Indriyani Prakriti Sthani Karshati. Shashthani Indriyani means six senses which include the mind. So five senses we all know, plus mind is also considered sixth sense, which is controller of five senses. So here in this material world, we are not doing anything but struggling. Prakriti Sthani Karshati. So living entity here in this material world is simply struggling and not doing anything else. Those who are able to struggle better than others, they think I am happy and successful for a short while. But every living entity is struggling every day. Every day you feel tired, you are forced to take rest. Every day you become dirty, you are forced to clean yourself. Every day you are supposed to feed yourself. Every day you have to work hard. So in this way, living entity is struggling here. Prakriti sthani karshati. Shariram yadavap noti yat chapi utkramati shvraha grahitvayatani sanyati vayurgandhani vashayat. The living entity in this material world carries his different conceptions of life from one body to another as the air carries aromas. Now Krishna is explaining living entity, what does it do here in this material world? It is part and parcel of Krishna. Now that it has got stuck here, what it is doing? So there are two ways of knowing it. One way is that you do research and try to find out. So while we were coming, so we were puzzled where our bogey would come because we have to get down at a station, Navadvip, to reach Mayapur, the place of appearance of Lord Chaitanya and his pastimes. So that Navadvip station is a small station, relatively small. You don't find the display boards, which you usually find in moderate to bigger stations where the bogey number is displayed. So where our bogey will come, we do not know. So we ask the uh, local people, they're telling it will come this side. But now we are very fond of seeing the apps and the app is telling bogey is coming the other side. Now they are confused what to do. Somehow we had developed more faith on the apps and we thought this person might not know who has put a stall in the railway station. He's always seeing. But then uh, to our amazement, the app was wrong and the person was right. So uh, I asked one of the devotees who is so much into technology that why don't you do research work and find out? He told probably time nahi hai. train is going to come in a few minutes. So we cannot do research. We have to ask a person who knows. So that is called intelligence. That is why uh, one disciple when he asked Srila Prabhupada that Prabhupada, if every living entity is actually eventually going back to Godhead, then what is the need of preaching and following spiritual life so sincerely? 
so it is a fact so this material world is a reformation center so living entity will realize i am krishna's ansha just like finger is ansha of the body finger has to simply respond for the benefit of the body sometimes the finger has to do hard tasks also for the benefit of body sometimes the finger has to touch dirty things also for the benefit of the body and if the finger acts according to body finger is healthy and if finger does not respond to body's demands then finger is called diseased and then in a diseased finger you have pain and so many other things so thus we will be pained if we don't respond to the call of the whole to the call of god we are his anshas so one thing is that we realize this subject matter by so much of suffering we don't respond to the call of god we will be beaten very badly and then after many many lives we will be thoroughly convinced i have to follow god without surrendering to god i cannot be happy another thing is that we ask a person who knows there is a person who is there on the railway station every day he is seeing the train passes he knows which bogey comes where so in a similar fashion there are people who are very very aware of the science how the living entity comes into this material world what is its situation why is it suffering what is the purpose of its coming how it can be made happy that is why following spiritual life sincerely and preaching to others is important every person will eventually understand suprabhupada told it is just like you have to reach a place which is millions of miles away now one thing is you walk and travel for a very very long time and if somebody is offering you a lift why don't you take it and immediately approach your destination so thus if we follow krishna consciousness surrender to krishna then immediately we can make our life perfect prabhupad told it takes just one second so life is very simple we simply have to surrender to krishna this another very important thing krishna mentioned in the previous verse we saw krishna is describing his own abode mama evancho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatana god is eternal god is telling here now when he has disappeared from the earth where has he gone where is he living because krishna tells ajo apisan avyayatmana avyayatma bhuta naam ishvaro apisan aja i am unborn i am eternal so if i am unborn i am eternal question should be when i disappear where do i go and live so there is a place of krishna and that krishna told a person can attain only by surrender so if we surrender to krishna immediately we are liberated we are happy here and we go back to live with god and uh, you can see the purport of these verses prabhupad is quoting the various vedic references in which it is mentioned how the living entity on liberation goes to the spiritual planets and he sees krishna face to face talks to krishna face to face so if you take help of a person who knows we can attain this immediately but if you want to conduct research work about the subject matter then it will take time that day you cannot catch train every day you observe the train every day you observe the bogies and then you do so much of uh, other calculations and then come to a conclusion so if you want to save time you can save millions of births of suffering simply by taking these instructions so thus bhagavad gita is an authorized book and all the sages who know this knowledge they approve of this literature so very easily we can understand what is the situation of the living entities in this material world and how they can be happy so here krishna is explaining understand the situation is that of struggle in this material world and the jiva is simply transmigrating from one species to another shariram yad avapnoti 
Utkramatishwara. Sometimes we get a body and then we have to Utkramati Ishwara. We have to leave the body. Who leaves the body? Ishwara. Ishwara means controller. We are addressed here. The living entity also is addressed as Ishwara. Krishna is Paramishwara, supreme controller. We are Ishwara. We are controllers of this body. We have little independence. Now that little independence we can use in a wrong manner. Then we'll get a body full of more sufferings. And if we use the independence rightly, then we can increase happiness of our life and eventually get liberation, get a spiritual body. So we are Ishwara. We are having control of this body. So this entire Krishna consciousness is just like educating a child. Child, you use your independence nicely. Do not just play entire day. You have a future. So study nicely for your future. So the living entities who are wasting their life for temporary arrangement, we educate them. You are going to take another body. The living entity in material world carries different conceptions of life from one body to another as the air carries aromas. Sometimes the air is very, very fragrant. We understand it is coming from a rose garden. And sometimes it is having a very foul smell. We understand it is coming from some toilet or place of defecation. So we understand from where air has passed. Similarly, the scriptures mention, if you see the living entity is very peaceful, then you understand the living entity was a cow in previous life. So those uh, living entities who are in the body of cow, next body is definitely a human body, a sattvic human body. And the living entities who have many desires and very passionate, we understand that they were tigers in previous life. And those living entities who are very fond of staring the face of opposite sex in ignorance, then we can understand they are from monkeys. They were monkeys in previous life, tamsik. So tamsik people, they are just fond of staring the face of opposite sex. Rajasik people have various material desires, very much passionate. And sattvic people are from, of course, human being, sattvic human being can also become another human. But if at all they have come from animal species, this is how we can trace so if they are sattvic, means they were cows in previous life. If they are rajasic, tiger, tamsic, they were monkeys in previous life. So in a similar fashion, just like the air carries the aroma, the living entity, if the living entity is suffering in this life, having so many diseases and handicapped and so many other problems, we can understand what activities he has done, he or she has done in previous life. He has caused similar harm to other living entities in previous life. So thus, just like air can be traced from where the air is coming, we can understand from where the living entity is coming in this life by understanding its consciousness. Shrutram chakshu sparshanam cha rasanam granam evacha adishthayam anashchayam vishayanupasevate So Ishwara, the controller, we are controllers of this body. We can choose how to make this body act, which modes to associate with, and thus we acquire Shrotram, Chakshu, Sparshanam, particular sense objects around us. The living entity thus taking another gross body obtains a certain type of ear, tongue, nose, and sense of touch, which are grouped about the mind. Thus he enjoys a particular sense of set, particular set of sense objects. So as per our desires, actions in this life, a suitable body is given to us to fulfill our desires for particular kind of enjoyment. Utkramantam sitam vapi bhunjanam vagunan vitam vimudha nanu pashyanti pashyanti jnana chakshushaha. Utkramantam means quitting the body. 
the foolish cannot understand how a living entity can quit his body nor can they understand what sort of body he enjoys under the spell of the modes of nature but one whose eyes are trained in knowledge can see all this so this is true in material world also somebody tells you sun is 93 million miles away there is no way to measure it sun and moon appear to be equal uh, equally distant from earth they both appear to be almost of equal size ball like but they are much much bigger than our football although they appear like a football sun is very huge much much bigger than our planet moon they tell is little smaller the distance they tell so how do we know these things and further we see it as just a disk they tell it's not a disk it is actually spherical so how do we perceive that sun is spherical how do we perceive that earth is spherical with normal perception our eyes we feel that earth is flat this is called gyan chakshu we have been scientifically educated so whenever we see earth immediately even though we are not able to see the curvature of the earth we understand this is spherical i am sitting on a spherical surface in a similar fashion as soon as i see sun immediately i think oh huge it is thousands of times bigger than earth when i see sun oh sun is very very far away millions of miles away from earth how do we understand these things gyan chakshusha directly with our senses we cannot understand these things how the covid virus has entered our body gyan chakshusha some people you know they will tell us in a similar fashion even mundane material reality cannot be perceived from senses what to speak of spiritual reality so krishna tells mudha foolish cannot understand how a living entity can quit his body how we are leaving how we are taking another what are these laws what kind of body we are enjoying how we are tightly shackled by the modes of nature our desires are being imposed upon us we will desire to eat certain kind of food insect will be forced to chase certain kind of food ant will be forced to chase sugar pig will be forced to chase stool and then he will meet concomitant miseries in that chase in this way we are forced to do certain kind of activities and thus made to undergo happiness and distress we are simply witness in this body so living entity cannot understand all these things unless the eyes are trained in knowledge so whose eyes are trained in knowledge that krishna explains here yatanto yoginashchayanam pashyanti atmanyavasthitam yatanto api akritatmano nayanam pashyantya chetasah the endeavoring transcendentalist who is situated in self realization can see all this clearly but those who are not situated in self realization cannot see what is taking place although they may try to so who can see this change of body i am eternal as per the activities i am getting another body i am unsure of god i am supposed to serve god an endeavoring transcendentalist a spiritualist who is working very hard for spiritual perfection and who is situated in self realization there are various people who take to transcendental yoga practices but they are not situated in self realization they do yoga for physical fitness mental peace xyz but one has to be situated in self realization then one can see all this clearly those who are not situated in self realization they follow yoga practices for ulterior motives either physical fitness reducing the belly fat or some peace of mind or for gaining some mystic powers they will not be able to understand these things so endeavoring transcendentalist who is situated in self realization can see all this clearly but those who are not in atma tattva 
akritatmanaha they cannot see what is taking place although they may try to so if we are not situated on the platform of self realization even though we may try to understand it will be difficult we will be baffled so we have to try to become self realized by reducing the lust and greed in our heart by following the standard process of krishna consciousness so our life is very simple very clear instructions are given it is not possible to understand without self realization how we are eternal we are changing bodies and how in this living entity how the living entity in this material world is simply struggling krishna is telling manashashthani indriyani prakriti sthani karshiti and the way out of struggle is to understand achintya bheda bhe tatva we are simultaneously one and different with god so just like dansha serve the god we are meant to follow the god and we should give up this mentality of planning for my independent enjoyment let me eat this thing let me see this thing let me talk in this manner let me touch in this manner let me sleep wake up play in this manner to become happy if we try to become happy like that independently only struggle will increase in life in our life so we understand we are anshas let me take troubles let me take discomforts or comforts also for that matter let me follow simply the direction of the whole the direction of krishna and then i'll be happy and satisfied so this is the actual position of the living entity neither impersonalism is perfect revelation neither duality dualism is perfect explanation but achintya bhed abhed tatva simultaneous inconceivable oneness and difference so with this we will end today's session and now we'll be chanting hari krishna